Hey, this is Brandon Lucido, owner of the Lucido Real Estate Team. On our podcast, we talk about life events, real estate, and how to help and serve people. Catch our podcast every week for a new episode. You can find more information on us at thelucidoteam.com. On behalf of my team, thanks for tuning in. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. It's good to be back. Yes. We had a a week lapse due to some vacations. (laughs) Yes. All right. Who wants to go first? Tell us where you went. Well, we went to New Orleans for my son's 21st birthday. Nice. Uh, Yeah, we heard that all night long, it seems like. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. New Orleans is a town of party, and I think we have aged out of that. Tanya and I have. But Will had a great time, had a couple of great friends go with him. Uh, I think it's an experience that he'll remember forever. And then um, he drove he drove there and drove back. And uh, Tanya and I flew from New Orleans up to Nashville. Nice. And um, tried to watch an indie race, and it was rain-delayed. But uh, Nashville's a very clean town. Have y'all ever been to Nashville? I have. Only oh. driven through. Oh, my gosh. Well, when you're transitioning from New Orleans... <laughs> True. To uh, let's just say anywhere else in the United States. <laughs> Even Oak Cliff. It's it's going to be very clean. That's true. I, I agree with you on that. Mm, there's no smell. Yeah. 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 The one thing that really stuck out to me, and I don't know if it was this way when you went there, Brandon, all the bachelorette parties that were there, they're mobile. So they've got like a bus that's hauled out, huh. no roof, a DJ, what? and eight to a dozen girls wow dancing they all have the same shirts i i am not exaggerating i probably counted 25 to 30 different parties just on saturday that's crazy wow yeah it's crazy i didn't see many buses but you know we didn't i think we ventured as far as the french quarters for food okay um and we you know we didn't really kind of stuck to like one little area but uh we did venture out to a gator tour Hmm. So we got to feed alligators and uh, see people ride their jet skis in the swamp, which I thought was a little little eerie. But apparently, that's the thing that's that's common. It's like their lake house that backs up to a swamp, and all their docks are on styrofoam blocks. And uh, you jet ski in the swamp with uh, gators. I guess when in the swamp, you deal with the swamp. Yeah, and I'm like, no, no Man. thanks. Yeah. Yes. Well, it was nice. New Orleans had a great temperature. You know, it was low 90s. Oh, it's not oh, bad. Wow. Was, it, was it humid, though? Yeah, but, you know, it didn't matter. I yeah. mean, it it was kind of overcast. It, sometimes it was partly cloudy, but it was such a change from here. It was actually yeah. a relief. That's good. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. But yeah, Nashville is good, too. De- definitely definitely have to go back there and spend some more time. Did y'all get any good food in Nashville? Honestly, no. Yeah. No, um, you know, they have different kind of barbecue there. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan either. I like good old Texas barbecue that, um, they have more of like the dry rubs and the, the mustardy, yeah, uh, um, what's to, it, what's it called? I'm trying to think of that ingredient. Cajun stuff. Well, it's like a, it's just like a mustard gold sauce. Like a dill. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of it, but it, it's. A lot of Diane kind of style stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a little different. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, pretty town. You know, rolling hills. Um, nice airport. 
It's a great place. Good. Bobby? We went to Colorado. Um, we uh, we stayed in a cabin because we saw that it was going to be uh, kind of rainy every night. We'd initially planned on tent camping, um, but uh, uh, settled in on this, on this little cabin. Uh, had a wonderful time. We went up uh, Webster Pass, which is a four-wheel drive trail, um, kind of from Jefferson uh, uh, almost to Breckenridge. Uh, actually, uh, mostly Keystone, uh, up to Keystone, basically. And um, uh, we went up about 12,000 feet or so, a little mm-hmm. over. Um, kind of hung out. Uh, the first night we got there, we went to this little local bar in Fairplay. Fairplay is a real small little mountain town um, that's actually not a tourist trap, so it was almost all locals, uh, and they just treated us like we were part of the crew. It was one of those little towns that everyone knows each other. Mm. Um, uh, so it was it was really neat, really fun. We uh, uh, stopped the little uh, local ranch mercantile store and bought a couple of steaks to cook. Um, which were ended up being really yummy. We got uh, fillets. We got the uh, uh, the tips of them, which were just really really tender. It was mm-hmm. Basically backstrap, and it was it was it was great. We had a just had a really wonderful time. Have uh, uh, tested out our new drone, which was a lot of fun. But we uh, used it to to blow down dominoes inside the house, <laughs> which was hey, a good there time. You go. <laughs> Something I never thought I'd be ever be able to say ever. Whose idea was that? Uh, it was kind of a joint idea. Uh, <laughs> we got out the dominoes to play chicken foot. And uh, I love we that just game. said, oh, it was it was a good time. I the love that game. First round, she just gave me the biggest walloping ever. <laughs> uh, the next day was a different story. but uh, She wasn't cheating. No. The next day. Exactly. <laughs> pretty much um but uh but yeah we both just said you know we used to line these up and knock them over a whole lot we didn't have a ton with yeah. us but we just said well we'll just we'll give it a shot and uh drone dominoes yeah and we got the mini the little the dji mini too so it's real small and uh and flew it inside the house just fine <laughs> it was, that's uh, nice it was a good time but we uh but we had a we had a lot of fun we spent a lot of time in the car but uh thankfully it was you know, nice, comfy, and and the weather was perfect. Uh, each night we had little rolling rainstorms, uh, and you could hear thunder off in the distance. And uh, so I put my phone on the patio and just recorded the thunder rolling in. It was really pleasant. Yeah, just for you, Snell, since we haven't heard that since yeah. June. Yeah, I'll I'll send you a couple of sound bites and you can put it on the <laughs> on the sound. <laughs> oh yeah, there we go. That'd be cool. Need a little sound effect. Exactly. You know, it's been my opinion that Coloradans don't like texans very much they view us about the same way that we view californians yeah because we're going up there and we're tearing up their terrain and just getting in the way we're loud yeah but i think at the root of it all they're very similar to us they've got that we both have that frontier mentality you know Mm -hmm. texans are going to do what texans do Mm -hmm. same with coloradans Mm -hmm. yeah the uh the non-touristy Coloradans are, are very similar to the non-touristy Texans. Yes, it's yeah. the it's the young touristy folks that that go in and make a mess and don't clean it up. Right, that ruin it for everybody. Right, yeah. I blame well, the Californians who moved to Texas and say, "Oh, we're from Texas." Uh, <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad y'all had a great time traveling. Got to get all you can, and yeah. uh, we did have a little bit of rain. 
Not much. A little. I we, mean, some people did. We brought it back. So <laughs> we had this wild storm in New Mexico that washed all the dirt off. And then the very next day uh, after we landed, we started having rain here. Yeah. Nice. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, y'all are welcome. Guess you had to go on more vacations to get us some more rain. Exactly. Can you go a little farther north and bring some cold air down? Yeah. I volunteer for tribute. There you go. <laughs> nice. Well, good. While y'all were vacating, I got to see uh, the Cowboys this week and get a smacking. Oh, man. Oh, no. 17-7. Uh, Denver over Colorado. I mean, over Colorado. Over uh, Dallas. Mm. It was... Uh, I mean, again, I don't put much weight on uh, preseason and, you know, second and third strings, but it was horrific. Just, I think we had 17 or 18 penalties. I think we had nine of them or seven of them in the first quarter. Um, Our backup quarterback, Rush. Cooper Rush. Rush, yeah. He needs to rush home. I'm just going to say oh. it like that. I don't know. What. He helped us beat Minnesota last year, though, okay. when Dak couldn't play at all. I know. And that was the thing. From what he was last year, I don't know what happened. Mm. But just the third string came in. Well, he and Ben DiNucci need to switch because Ben threw a touchdown pass. Well, DiNucci, again, it's, it's man, it's, it's hard to... It's hard to gauge them in preseason because they don't have the all-star receivers that can catch the ball. But his his footwork, his accuracy, even when second and third string receivers were open, he was missing them. Mm. So it you know that you know that's an issue with the, with QB right there, and he just didn't look like he did last year. Mm. I mean that that's that's what it boils down to. Well. And also the penalties. That's that's a concern. Yeah. I mean, Dallas was the most penalized team in the NFL last year. We're starting off that way. We're picking it up again. That's that's discipline. You know, yeah. where is the discipline? You would think that at the professional level, I mean, you don't expect Major League Baseball players or, or you know, the hockey players to just go out there and get that many penalties for just doing stuff wrong. Right. You know, doing what they know that they shouldn't be doing. That's That's... High school crap. Yeah, I hate to say it. It goes back to coaching. Yeah. You know, you have to find those errors in in training camp and correct them. Yeah. Note them and correct them. Coach has a different opinion on that. <laughs> Heard that from the press conference. Oh, really? What uh, they say? It's a player's issue. Oh, my. Uh, uh, yeah, it's same same broken record from last mm. year's starting on repeat this year. Do they mm. just not allow him to actually discipline the players or something? No, it's not. It, it depends who you ask. Yeah, but you know, this is McCarthy's last season. And where's Sean Payton? Sean Payton ready? I'm saying, is he buying a house here in Dallas? I hope so. You showing him? I hope so. (laughs) You never know. Yeah, we'll call him up. Yeah, yeah. Sean, let's have him on the podcast. That's right, and give him some coaching advice. Yeah, Yeah. oh yeah. Uh, There we go. Get Jerry on too. Oh man, (laughs) because you know he's got to be in that one. That'd be fun. Yeah. Can't get, can't let them off the road too far now. No oh, boy. Uh-uh. So, well, who do they play next? Uh, is it Chargers? Is it is that here or out in L.A. or I think it's L.A. Uh, don't quote me on it. Okay, but Chargers, yeah. I think I think it's L.A. Um, and then I heard there's some big deal that they made with Univision. Did y'all hear about that? 
That's the the Hispanic the, the network broadcast. Network? Yeah, okay. I guess they oh, yeah. they made some big huge uh, business deal with them. So they're the I don't know if they're the dedicated Univision. You have to read the details, but the mm. the CEO I believe of Univision was on TV yesterday oh. from Mexico. Wow. Um, just giving her thoughts and feedback on the deal. So I don't know how that transpires into the media world, but that's a new development. Are you going to switch over and watch from that station? I might make more sense of the game that way. <laughs> it's it's honestly probably a pretty smart move on there, and just given the the yeah the Hispanic population yeah. in Texas and and just all over the place, and even in California and stuff, just yep. having more people watching, yeah. And actually understanding. And if they call the football game like they do a soccer game, I mean, they get those commentators oh, so get into that it. That would be so they much, have so much fun. Yeah. I love watching the uh, uh, the Hispanic channels for soccer games. Yeah, <laughs> they just go ballistic. They do. So, a lot of new developments. Spanish um, culture is like one of the best cultures. Oh yeah, I'm convinced. Definitely. Don't really see much giving me any direction yet until we get to the actual season, but. Preseason was not uh, not enjoyable. Did Dak have a, da- a series at all? Uh, I don't know. I fell asleep <laughs> during early? certain parts of the game because <laughs> I just was not. Uh, I tell you, the beginning of it, he wasn't playing. Okay, well, maybe he didn't start. Okay, you know, mm. he was there with his flat bill hat, though. Just ah. to, you know, make sure that sun didn't get in his eyes, and yeah. he was coaching. <laughs> he was, you know, he was on it, coaching him up. Yep. There you go. Um, that's what so. Yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll see. I, I again, I don't know how much faith I have in him. You know, just, I'll watch him. I'm not a you know bandwagon fan, but yeah, it does. Yeah. I think I think I heard of the ticket this morning. Twenty something years since champion. Or I don't know how long. Longer than decades. I can, That's all I know. Decades. Yeah. The last Super Bowl was Super Bowl thirty against Pittsburgh. In January of ninety, January February ninety six, a different millennium for you guys. Yeah, y'all were little squirts. I was. Five. That's ridiculous. No, actually, at that point, I was four. I was eighty seven. So that puts me at what nine, nine, eight or nine, yeah. eight probably. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, at least there are only what four preseason games. Yeah, we'll see. Again, I, I I would hate to have to sit through six like we used to of that mess. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Hope, hope, and prayers ahead for them. Go Cowboys! They really do the best, but you know, I'm also realistic for the sake of my heart. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Real estate, Wilson. Won't you head us off? Yeah. Well, um, I want to read a couple of numbers first because we've done this the last last few podcasts. Um, I want to talk about the number of new listings. We've got almost 1,300 new listings in the last three days. So it's still a hot market. There's, yeah, yeah. 1,300, nice. Yeah, keep it going. That's right. 1,300 new listings in, in North Texas. I think that's great. And we have even more price decreases. Wow. Like 1,310 price decreases. So... Lots of new homes coming on the market, lots of homes sitting on the market, and lots of homes are trying to sell by lowering the price. So if you're a buyer and your question is, when is the time? It's now. Let's it's go. It's still now. Let's go. It's still yeah. now. Uh, over the last three days, we've had 840 closings. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those numbers are just trending up. Mm-hmm. Just going 
going nuts. So again, give us a call, go to our website, request, request some from us to, to go show you some houses because we'll be glad to get in the car and go show you, mm-hmm. talk yeah. to you about it. Um, so when we're out there buying houses, you know, there's, there's always four things that you can negotiate in buying a house. Uh, it, it's still a competitive market and, and negotiation is a tough thing because to negotiate doesn't mean one side gets what they want. It means both sides do. You go True. back and forth and it's kind of a dance. Sure. So, you know, just because you see a sales price of a house and, and you think, oh, I can't afford that. Well, we can look at it and say, well, it's been on the market 30 days. Yeah. There's probably some softness on that price. So mm-hmm. let's negotiate and let's make an offer for something a little below the asking price. So that's the first one, the price of a house. Great point. Um, it, that's the first thing that you can just start off the bat and, and negotiate. Um, and you can go back and forth until you get a, an executed contract. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's a back and forth game until, until both sides fully agree on what it's going to be. It's, it's still up in the air. Uh, next thing is earnest money. You know, we guys, we have, I think on our team, we offer 1%. Yep. Earnest money, one percent of the asking price. Um, what earnest money does is it shows your shows the buyer's intention. You know, if they're if they're just saying oh, I'll throw a thousand dollars in earnest money, they're they're not putting much up on the table. They don't have much skin in the game. Not much skin in the game. That's exactly what it is. So maybe we go more than one percent. The thing is, you're going to get that back if you don't close on the house. If mm-hmm. you don't get through option period, you're going to get that back. Yeah. So. If you've got the cash, if you have the liquidity, let's think about going, you know, maybe one and a half or two percent for an earnest money. So that's something that's negotiable too. Um, I've had several agents that they were impressed by, oh, you didn't just offer the standard thousand or one percent earnest money. Your your people are really serious. Yes, we are. And that to a seller is attractive because it shows you've got that's good right. faith, it shows you're qualified buyers. I mean, I can't tell you how many times we have a listing and we get offers. And we get one that is very thin. When I, when I say the word thin, I mean not much cash down, barely making the earnest money amount. Like, you know, if there's a difference in appraisal, they're probably not going to have the ability to make it up. So it just, it just seems very, very underqualified it versus someone. Weak. Yeah, someone who yeah. puts, you know, 20% down and 1.5% earnest money, quick option, quick close, no contingencies. I mean, that's a strong, strong qualified buyer. And oh yeah, when you look at those two contracts side by side, it's, it's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least it should be to an experienced agent. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, we can help folks off like that. Uh, money back at closing. You know, I don't know if many people know about that, but, um, like a credit back. Yeah. yeah. So if for some reason, you know, you're negotiating repairs, right. And, and you want to compensate them and not, uh, your sellers like, Hey, listen, there's, you know, $5,000 worth of work. It's going to take six di- different subcontractors. I don't want to do all that. Can we just credit them back? Whatever the amount is. Right. Right. So they'll get bids. Yeah. yeah you're actually not getting cash. You're not getting, and I'm doing air quotes here, money back but you're getting credit that's a good point right um so let me run you through this scenario let's say that you're looking at a home and your offer is half a million dollars okay five hundred thousand you want to put 20 percent down so 20 percent of half a million is a hundred thousand dollars 
And then let's say on average, you've got 5% for closing costs. That may be a little high, but let's, let's just do a round number of 5%. That means you need that 100,000 down and that 25,000 for closing costs. So you need 125 grand. Mm -hmm. If you had 145,000 in your savings account, you'd have 20 left after closing on the home. But listen to this. If the buyers want even more cash left over, like for emergencies or living expenses or something, they could offer to pay 510000 for the house and then ask for that 10000 back. Oh. You know? How about that? It's like a... Like a You're kind of playing with funny money. I cash mean, out credit? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But how would that work with the appraisal and the loan? Oh, I guess you're just. Oh, I guess you're just contracting over. You're just contracting over. You may have a higher, you know, higher mortgage rate, but or not rate, but mortgage, but you know, yeah. you still get cash, cash back, and that's that can be valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing we can negotiate is mortgage rate and those closing costs. Like I said, um, you know, you our buyers get approved by their lenders. Um, we work with some great lenders uh, yeah. here on the Lucido team, and. That is a relationship that the buyers have. Mm-hmm. We, we are we stand on the sideline of those relationships. We make the introductions, mm-hmm. you know, if, if that's necessary, and then we, I, I know we all do, but give them guidance, mm-hmm. you know, on certain things. We may have a buyer that says, "I want to go with this online mortgage company." I'm like, okay, I'll point out. Well, you, you don't have a relationship with that person. That person's in Minnesota, you know, on the phone. You don't know them. Here's a person that's local that I can introduce you to that you can actually meet and have a relationship with and that we've had personal experience dealing with exactly exactly and especially in terms of like communication with these lenders sometimes that can be the the make or break part of a whole deal <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my gosh I I've been I've been on both sides of that fence on the make side and the break side and yeah. it's it's really really difficult so yeah um yeah, by negotiating closing costs, you can uh, you can ask the seller to pay for certain closing costs mm-hmm. in, in certain markets. Uh, here it's been the buyers have paid for all the closing costs, sellers as well. You know, that needle is starting to move now. And that oh, me- yeah. needle is starting to move back to center a little bit more. So that's something to think about is is what you can do to uh, negotiate your rate. You know, you can buy points. You can buy an interest rate down, you know, if the interest rate like today. Today, I see that the national average is 5.46%. You can buy those down to maybe five and a quarter. Hmm. And and that just means putting more money up front yeah. on that. But um, those are four things. So think about those um, next time you're out there looking to put an offer on a house. Nice. Yeah. All right, Bobby. You're up with most yeah. expensive and least expensive real estate game. Guessing where they are located. Yeah. Oh, and the price. Always wanted to do the game show sound. Yeah. <laughs> so. Is that why you're wearing a suit today? Oh, yes. <laughs> and today I'm your host, Bobby That's Morrison. Right. <laughs> Welcome to the Lucido Team Game Show. That's right. So tell us. <laughs> nice. What's on the. Uh, so what are we looking at here? What do, what do we got? So the. The first guess that I have for you is what do you think the the price is for the highest price home on the market just on the if you just click on MLS and sort by highest like all of North Texas. Yeah. Okay. I'll let Wilson go first. I don't want to be rude and, and jump the gun. 
Do you know what it is, Brandon? No. You probably keep up with it because you're, you're going have, after those buyers. I, I have an idea. <laughs> I have an idea. You're going after those listings too. I have an idea. There's this one in North Dallas that I've been looking at for a while that it's a custom home. It's on North Haven. Him and Tanya Preston. are buying it. No, no. And and it's a lot of money, but I don't think it's going to sell for that. There's been one up in, is it Flower Mound? Near Flower Mound that's just ridiculous. That's like $35 million. So I don't think that's on the market anymore. I think a, a, an out-of-town investor bought that. I'm going to say the highest-priced house is... Twenty million. Oh, come on now. I'm going. Oh man. So here's 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 my thought process. I'm not going. I'm not going. Uh, neighborhood. I'm going more countryside estate. Mm-hmm. I think that's where big money is right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going. Whew, man, there's some land out there with house. There's for acreage. Forty five million. Wow. Four to five million. Yes. And that's with a single family residence. So. Yeah. Yeah, I did I did limit it limit it down to single family. Okay. Because uh, it, it wouldn't want to sort past five thousand yeah. homes. Not a hotel, yeah. not a not raw land. Right. No. Okay. Okay. You guys ready to hear? Can I raise mine to twenty five? <laughs> you you can. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I, all right, twenty, all right, twenty-five to forty-five, twenty-five to forty-five, only a twenty That's million a dollar scale. spread. Oh, yeah, man. okay, okay. So this is interesting. Both of y'all have a valid thought process uh, per thing. So it's forty-three million, forty-three wow. in University Park. Oh, Whoa. forty-three million. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, I was off by two million. Is, is, is Jerry that upset over Saturday? <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Let me let me go think through this. Forty five million uh with that cost. Oh, your commission? No, 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 no. I'm yeah, thinking, I'm thinking asset. What? It's gotta be new. Because you gotta demo for to justify that per square foot. You got it's gotta be a redo. Yeah, so the uh, uh Am it, I wrong? It does look pretty new. Let's see here what the uh uh, yeah, it's a, a 2018 build. Okay, um, which is new to the newer to the uh-huh. area. It still says uh, it still says new construction on it, so I'm guessing it's it probably started in 2018. Uh, almost 24,000 square feet. Oh my! Six gosh. bedrooms, uh, 11 total baths, eight full, three half, eight living areas, two <laughs> dining areas. It's got a pool, four fireplaces, ten car garage. Uh, let's see. And it's on uh, just under two acres. Okay. Yeah. Probably right in the heart of Highland Park. Yep. What street is it on? It is on Baltimore Drive. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Brandon, your commission on that would be $1.35 million, one of your better commission checks. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want that. <laughs> dibs. Yeah. Call dibs. I wouldn't mind splitting that with somebody. I would happily split that three ways. The the reality is it looks good in a physical year viewpoint, but when you you look at it nine years it takes to sell it, you're like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like at that point you're probably, you know, on the commercial side of the timeline. Yeah, it's a kudos to that. Hopefully it goes. Um, It's only been on the market for 80 days so far yeah that's a big chunk of change there mm-hmm. if i got 40 something million i don't know if i'm being in dallas i'm just i'm just gonna be honest with you 
That's fair. I, I think I got some other options at that price point. Maybe some different states. That's fair. You know, split it up. Yeah, or maybe I want a couple <laughs> homes. Just yeah, saying. Why not? You know. I don't know. It's kind of tough. You got to keep the refrigerator stocked. I mean, think of all the work that you would have if you had two homes. If you got that much money, <laughs> let's be real. You ain't doing nothing. You got you got help. You, you, yeah. you make a phone call. That's it. <laughs> okay. There's no restocking on your. If I if I come over there and I see you sweeping the floors, we got issues. <laughs> we got big issues. Well, you know, just, I would be. That's just what they do. Like like you know, when you have that much money and that much time on your hands, I'd probably sweep because I'd get bored. Honestly, mm. I don't know, man. I'd have myself a lazy river and a water park, and I, I'd be busy. <laughs> that's fair. Build a racetrack. See, oh, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's fun. We've we got some good plans now. No, let's do it. Let's All pool right. our money. So the total opposite end of the spectrum, the lowest priced uh, home uh, listing that is active right now in all of North Texas. Um. And this is not including like active kickouts or anything. It's just simply active. And it's single family residential, right? Not yep. duplexes. Correct. Single okay. family. Uh, for sale. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Eight, 18 days on market. Want me to go first, Wilson? Yeah, you go first this time. I'm going to go 32,000. Mm. That's easy to beat. I'm going 10 grand. Final answers? Yep. Yep. Twelve thousand dollars. Oh my gosh. I had to let it go. I had my eye on it. I had it. to let him. I've had my eye on it for eighteen days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> In Star Texas. Or yeah, yeah, Star Texas. Where's Star Texas? Yeah. Or maybe the ri- star? Rising Star Texas. The Star? No. Let's <laughs> let's find this out. Let, let's Google Maps this. Rising Star Texas is yeah. the city. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have any commas here, so it's kinda hard to tell. That sounds like it's on a show. Rising Star. <laughs> Rising Star, Texas. Twelve grand. We should have the state fair there with that name. I'd love to hear the specifics on that. Yeah, because I'm I'm running numbers in my head right now. And I'm going, all right, AC unit, water heater. <laughs> hear me out now. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. <laughs> Washer and dryer, fridge, stove, electricity. I'll include it. I'm going... There's your 12 G's. Does it have any of that? So this is actually not too far from Abilene. Yeah, it's north uh, of Brownwood. Yeah. Okay. All right, so give me the, give me the specs on this. So the the specs on it, 838 square feet. Mm, okay. Uh, Generous. One bedroom, one bath. Mm, private. Uh, uh two car carport. Carport, nice. no garage. Why would you need two? Ah, that's a great question. Maybe for uh for when one of them breaks down and you 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 finally got the other one running. There you go. When the horse is tired. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Oh yeah. You have one stall for the horse, one stall for the buggy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then uh uh point two acres. When was it built? It was built in nineteen forty. Oh, okay. So Vintage. Does it have AC units? It uh. Water heat. I mean. See here. God, I would hope it has HVAC. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe not. You you could piece that out and sell it for more than twelve. Like that's what I'm getting at. If it has those items, yeah, you would think. Yeah, that's my concern. Is is it is it? It does. And so, it's abling, so it's not. It's hot. Yeah, it is. It doesn't say anything about AC. It says the owner has not back. been to property in several years. So yeah. they put brand new appliances in the home three years ago. 
Uh, Brand new three years ago. I guess maybe it's never been used, but he put them in three years ago. Yeah. Huh. I would imagine that this place, if it's... It's got two pictures. I was going to uh, ask that. I wanted to do an over and under on how many pictures there were. I was going to guess about four. Yeah, it's got two photos. It doesn't say anything about the actual AC. The uh, the heating is is natural gas. Um, I mean, hmm. it looks a little overgrown. Um, the windows don't look broken. The uh, you know, at least from the from the photos. From the photo, the one photo that I'm seeing here, uh, we've we've seen worse. Oh, tons worse. Yeah, we've seen yeah. worse. I, mean, I, I feel like twelve thousand is probably just the uh, uh, specifically since still active after almost three weeks now. We like, should buy uh, it. We yeah. should. We should buy it, and then we should we should we should just do something with it. That's hunting grounds out there. Point two acres. Listen. Yeah, hunting lease. You know, just sit on it. I'm sure there's no neighbors around that person. Yeah. Just whatever you shoot, drag it on your property line. Why is it such a exactly. small plot? Is it a neighborhood? Can you tell? I know. Let's find that out here. Uh, okay, let me go. And Bobby, with your old line of work, you could fix that up. See, I know oh, you. Yeah. I think the ARV on that would be at least thirty five, forty. Twelve grand. grand best spent. Yeah, right there. Absolutely. Hell, it probably cost us less money just to to rip it up and plop down a used uh, double wide. You're the expert. You tell us what to do. Mm-hmm. We're taking your car though, because well, I ain't paying for the gas. I'll be losing <laughs> money every trip. <laughs> well, we're not taking mine because I don't know what kind of roads are going to be out there. That's right. That's yeah. See, mine's a mine's an all purpose. Yeah. I got twenty miles per gallon in Colorado. Nice. Probably because there was zero air, and I also had zero <laughs> horsepower uh-huh. uh, up there, especially with those super long gears. So is this in a neighborhood, or is this just chilling by itself? I'm going to guess that this is a neighborhood. I'm pulling it up on a there's, – there's nothing for sale around it. Let me pull it up on a, on Google Maps. Probably no civilization, here. that's why. Brandon, do you want to guess how many people live in Rising Star? Oh, 900. Very good. 835. Close. Yeah. My guesses are on point today. They sure are. Man. Man. Well. See, it's like everyone knows everyone there kind of deal. Yep. We're going to have to think about this for a while. Yeah, it's a lot of people. So it's it's down a, a street with similar looking houses and properties. I, I'm thinking duplex. <laughs> Maximize the space. I mean, 800 square feet's a lot for one bedroom, you I'm, know? I would say we go in. That's at least a two bedroom. I never had him, an apartment that big. Yeah. Offer him six grand, demo it down, <laughs> a couple of tiny homes, done with it. Yep. Yeah. Container homes, Ooh, even. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. Campsite? Air, yeah. Airbnb. Airbnb. Bingo. Listed on a whole bunch of things. I'm getting excited, guys. My wallet's vibrating. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll pay cash for that today. We'll go down there and say seven grand, and and you're done. That's right. <laughs> Give us a call, realtor. Yeah, realtor and rising star. That's cash. Right. All right, guys. Well, that does it for us. And glad to have everyone back and see everyone next week. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed the discussion today. Click on the subscribe link to catch our next episode. If you or anyone you know has any real estate needs, you can find more information on us at thelacidoteam.com. On behalf of my team, 
Thanks for tuning in.